the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor is ear heavy, that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your iniquities have separated you from your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you. It's not God hiding his face from you. It's not God separating himself from you. The problem is your iniquities. Your iniquities, that's the sinful nature that is separating us from God. It says there in this scripture, God's hand is not short. In other words, God's wanting to help you. That's Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. God said, I will help you. God wants to help you. He wants to meet your needs. He wants to save you. His hand's not short. There is something that's standing in the way from God reaching to you to bless you. It's not God's fault. It's not God's problem. God's wanting to get to you, but your iniquity is what's separating you and hiding the face of God from you. God wants to look at you in love and to bless you. The problem is you got this one thing that you've embraced that's standing between you and God. And the troubling thing, the most troubling thing is you cannot do anything about it. Much about it. You can try, but you fail. Because of the power of iniquity. Because of the power of sin. Only God can do something about it. And that's what God said in, in Isaiah 43, verse 10 and 11. God said, because I want to bless you, I want to reach you, I want to save you, I want to save your children, I just want to bless you, but this thing is standing in the way and I cannot get to you. Now, since you can't do anything about it, since you don't have the power to take this out of the way, I am going to do it myself. I will take the problem, I'll deal with the problem myself. I will deal with the problem of iniquity. You can find that in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10 and 11. God said, I, myself, God, I will be the Savior. I'll take care of this problem. And that's what the children of Israel were experiencing when they were driven out of the land because they had sinned against God and the land vomited them and they were now out and God still was looking for the honor of his name and the honor of his children. When people dishonor you as a child of God, they dishonor God. And, and because you're called by his name. And that makes him, I begin to find out in Ezekiel, that makes God furious. Even though you caused it. When they begin to see things are not going well in your life. And they begin to notice things are not going well. It's not like God doesn't want the things to go well in your life. The problem is what's going on there. But God said, I will take care of it. So he tells us in Ezekiel, Angel has already gone there. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 36, from beginning from verse 25, he says, Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you will be clean. No question asked. You can't do it, but I'll do it. I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you will be. Whether you like it or not, when that water is sprinkled upon you, God said, I'll make you clean. I will do it. You can't do it, but I'll do it. 
And that's why Jesus came. He came from heaven to make you and I clean, to take the problem out of the way so that God can reach you and bless you. That's what the word is telling us. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you will, you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. Not some of them. God says, I am going to do that. Can I hear an amen? If you're feeling like God's not with me, this is your day. If you're feeling like I am being so bad, I don't know if God will tolerate me, this is your day. Because God's going to take that thing out of the way so that He can be so close to you. God's using the word, I will. I will. Your life's going to change today. Can I hear an amen? And I'm not just speaking. I believe that this God who spoke those words, He is willing to perform His word. He watches over His word and He will do His word with signs following. You are going to receive the signs this morning of God cleansing you. He said, I will cleanse you from not some of them, from all of your filthiness and from all of your idols. We have all kinds of idols. Some people, money is an idol. Some is sex. All kinds of idols, business, all of it. God says, I will cleanse you from all of them. Because those things are in the way. He says, I will give you a new heart. And put a new spirit within you. He says, I will take the heart of stone away. Not me, I will. I will take the heart of stone from your flesh, out of your flesh. And I'll give you... A heart of flesh. Then God says, and I will put my spirit within you. I will put my spirit within you and I will make you. I'll cause you. You got no choice. I'm going to deal with the problem. That's what God's saying. I'm going to finally deal with the problem of sin that is preventing me from reaching you as a a loving child and to bless you. I'm going to take care of it. And if you're willing, God's going to do it this morning. Can I hear an amen? God's going to do it this morning. You're going to feel free from every addiction, whatever it is. This morning is the day of freedom. God's going to free us from it. He says, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will. Can I hear the word of you will? You will. You got no choice. You will keep my judgments and uh, do them. God's going to do that for us this morning. Amen. That's the problem. That's what God said. God said, well, because you've done wrong, the land's cursed. Every time they do wrong, God curses the land. And then the people are vomited out of the land. You can see it from Adam. As soon as they sinned, God said, because you've done this, I'll curse the ground. I don't know why, but that's the principle. So that the ground will not bring, yield its fruits. You won't be as prosperous. And if you prosper, you will sweat to get it. The land is cursed. But not only that. That good land vomit you. Adam was thrown out. The children of Israel, was, they were thrown out. Canaanites, God threw them out. God gave them 430 years for the land to be tired of them. And then God caused the land and out they went. The same thing with Sodom and Gomorrah. When God's tired, he just get the people out. 
and the land suffer. But God says in Ezekiel 36, I am going to, because of my name, because of my honor and the honor of my people, you are God's people, just for that reason. God said, I'm not doing it just because of you. I'm doing it for my name and the honor of my name. They're saying things bad about you and I'm going to change that. And to change that, I'll take care of you. I'll take care of the land. I'll bless the land first. Make the land ready to receive you. But as I'm preparing the land for abundance, for spiritual growth, and for you to do well in life, both spiritually, materially, mentally, in every way, God says, as I prepare the land, I will also be preparing you. And this is the way to prepare you so that this will never happen again to you. So he'll sprinkle clean water upon you, and you will be clean. Now stand up with me. We're going to do that today. We're going to do that today. Would you let God sprinkle clean water upon you? How many want to be clean this morning? You see, when just like uh, Daniel found in Daniel chapter 9, he said, I understood by, by the books the promise God has said. And so after I found it, I didn't just place the book down and say, that's nice. He said, I set my face to seek God. So today, we are going to let God sprinkle that clean water upon us. And he said, we will be clean. Because God has a work for the Ark Fellowship. And we need to be clean. Okay, so say with me this morning. God, sprinkle clean water upon me. I say it and then you repeat it for me. Okay? God is not the author of confusion. Neither is the pastor right now. No kidding. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Are you excited about this? I am. Because God's going to do it. God's going to do it. You, you live here free from guilt today. If you did it from your heart. Because God watches over his word to perform it. We are going to live here clean. If you have a child, your child is not here, uh, pray for that. As you pray, let that child be in your heart. Amen? Carry that child. Because the cleansing is going to take place. It's a miracle. It's the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our sight. Let's say, let's go. God, sprinkle clean water upon me. And cleanse me from all my filthiness. And all my idols. Give me a new heart. And put a new spirit within me. Take the heart of stone out of my flesh. Give me a heart of flesh. Put your spirit within me. And cause me to walk in your statutes. I will keep your judgments and do them. Now say that again like you mean it. I will keep your judgments and do them. Can I hear an amen? That's what you'll do. you got no choice. God said, I will make you do it. Are you more powerful than God? Is sin more powerful than God? Absolutely not. God said, I will make you. I need you to believe. All things are possible to those who believe. I know you just spoke words. But if you believe the words you've just spoken, the words that I speak, Jesus said, they are spirit and they are life. You just received life. By saying those words, things are being transformed. See it. 
Please be seated. This is so important. And now look at what he said. That's ending in verse 27. Look at what verse 28 says. Look at what verse 28 says. This is exciting. God said, after I have cleansed you. Amen. He says, then you shall dwell in the land that I gave your father. Do you know what kind of land? A land that's flowing with milk and honey. After I have cleansed you, that's when you will be able to dwell in the land. No trouble. The land will not vomit you anymore. You're going to be doing well. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. I will deliver you from all your filthiness, or all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain. Look at God. Look at what God... Everything that's dying in your life begins to come alive. God's not... After he's cleansed you, now he's speaking to the grain. Amen? He said, I will call for the grain and multiply it. For who? For you. After you've been cleansed, God says, and that's what I believe for the Ark Fellowship in 2016. That's why we did what we just did. And I'm just just saying so we can do some exercise. No, this is very this is serious business. This is spiritual business. It's one thing to read the word, it's another thing to practice. The Bible says if you look into the perfect law of liberty and you forget, <laughs> uh, you are like a man looking at the mirror. And also, you know the word, not only those who hear it, but those who do the word. What you just did, you did the word. Amen. And you are blessed by it. Then you shall dwell in the land and I'll, that I gave, I, I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. I will deliver you from all your uncleanness. In other words, that's totally gone. You can't do it just like Angela said. But he's going to do it. And he's already started. Your life is going to be transformed. God has already started. If there is any spiritual torment, any, any oppression that's been coming against your life, maybe from the past, maybe from past abuse, today is the end of it in Jesus' name. You've got to receive that. It says, I will call for the grain and multiply it. And bring no famine upon you. In other words, uh, this thing about I can't pay my bill, that's coming to an end. Amen. <laughs> no more famine. No more. Once you've been cleansed, this is what God's going to do. And that's what I'm preparing by the grace of God. We're preparing the Ark Fellowship for great abundance. Not only spiritual abundance, but material abundance. Peace, prosperity in your home, so that everything around you is doing well. And the Bible says, whatever you set your hand to do, will prosper. That's what God's going to do. We have to believe God. We can't lean on our own understanding. We have to trust in God with all of our heart. So God speaks to the grain. <laughs> your business, whatever that is. He says, you must multiply now. My people are ready to receive. They are in the place to receive. He says, and I will multiply the fruit of your trees. You got trees before. Your business, whatever it is. You've worked hard, but nothing's coming out of it. But God now says, I've taken the problem out of the way. Not only will I be blessing you, but you spiritually, but all those trees that are supposed to help you with your needs, 
They are going to be produced. I'm going to speak to them. Just like Jesus cursed the tree. Amen. <laughs> you know what happened to that tree? What if he had said, I want you to produce more fruits? <laughs> you know what would have happened? The next day you come around and say, wow, what's going on? But God said, I'm going to speak to the tree. They will produce for you. They will incre- the increase of the field. Every- field, not field. Everything that you're doing. Increase. Increase. This is a year of increase as well. A year for God to multiply his blessings upon us. The field where you work, outside there. Whatever you're doing. God's going to make everything to be productive for us. So that you, listen to this. So that you need never again. Please say that word with me. Never again bear the reproach of famine among the nations. I don't want your friends and your family members to ever see you in want. That's what he's saying. Never. Never again. I will speak to the trees. This scripture, I will speak to the fruit. I will speak to them so that you never need again. You know what the scripture says? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's not something to just think about. He's something God wants to do. He said, I'll lead you in the paths of righteousness. Notice, it's not one path of righteousness. Paths of righteousness for what for my name's sake i'm telling you in that parts of righteousness uh, there's plenty <laughs> hello every path plenty you don't have to sweat yes some sweat because we are human we bring the natural and god puts the super and then we have the supernatural that's the way it's going to be for the ark fellowship in 2016. Can I hear an amen? Both spiritual blessings, that's number one. Because no blessing can come unless you are walking in the paths of righteousness. And But you can't do it on your own. So God said, not, as, not as just, just like what we said, He cleanses you, but then He leads you in the paths of righteousness. And then He prepares a table. You see, God prepares a table and he makes you sit down and, and to enjoy yourself. And the enemy, all they can do is sit around and watch. They can't do anything about it. Amen. Those are scriptures. Those are not just my words. We need to believe that. God's going to do that for us in 2016. We're growing. We're growing number because... God wants to bless us. Let me go to verse 33, the same chapter. He says, Thus says the Lord God, on the day, say with me, the day that I cleanse you from all your iniquities. Notice, didn't we just ask him to cleanse us? We just did, right? Is that today, right? Did you believe God cleansed us now? Well, God says on that same day, Today is the day. Today is the set time. It says, in that day I will enable you to dwell in the city. 
I said, cities, what does that mean? There's a lot of challenges to live in a city like Houston, you know. You got to pay your bills, right? (laughs) It's a lot to dwell in the city. The way I see it, city life is a large life when you live in the city. A lot of challenges. But God says, I'm going to make it so no longer villages for you. It's going to be cities this time. Cities that will be heard about. Cities, a prosperous nation will have great cities, right? God says, I'm going to make it so you dwell safely in cities. If you're renting in 2016, get ready to own your own house. Can I hear an amen? You live in cities. If you're having family trouble, marriage problem, whatever it is, get ready to live in peace and harmony and a lot of blessings in your home. If your children are going astray and acting silly and you've been asking God to do something about it, get ready to welcome them back home into the family of God. Get ready. Don't toil in your mind. You have asked God and God will begin to bless you That's going to happen in 2016. Can I hear an amen? Things are about to change for us. It's the Lord's doing. Things are about to change. God will do it for us. God said, I will make you dwell in cities. The ruined places will be rebuilt. Everything that Satan has come to destroy in your life, God's going to rebuild them so that you do well. The desolate land will be tilled. Instead of lying desolate in the sight of all who pass by. See, God's very concerned about what people think about what's going on in your life. That's what I'm getting. He says all people pass by. People watching Christians and watching what's going on in that Christian life. They go to church every Sunday. But if God's good to them, how come? How come? How come? How come? God hears it. He's mad. And in my mind, this year... It's the time for you to prepare yourself to receive. Read Isaiah 54. God says, you are about to expand to the right and to the left. Read the chapter. He says, extend the borders of your tent because you are about to grow out. And so, my mind, we're ready to do something with the Ark Fellowship. We're ready to grow. Amen? This is the year of God's favor. Can I hear Amen? This is the year of God's favor. Psalm 102, verse 13 and 14. It says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. The set time is here. It's 2016 for the Ark Fellowship. Can I hear an amen? Don't just stare at me. I'm very excited about this. And I want you to be excited. Amen. This is our year. This sad time has come, the Bible says, for your servants. How many servants of God God do we have here? The reason for that is your servants take pleasure in our stones and show favor to our dust. And he's thinking, what stones? What does that mean? The stone that the builders rejected has become what? The chief 
cornerstone. Jesus is a stone. He is building a kingdom. We are part of that kingdom, amen? And Peter says, all of you are lively stones. That's what he says. You have taken pleasure, amen? We have taken pleasure in our stones, the kingdom of God. That's why we pray for the Our Fellowship this year. Everyone taking pleasure in the growth of the kingdom of God. And because God has cleansed us, we will take pleasure. Because he told us, you will keep my judgments and what? Do them. And so because we have made ourselves ready, God must now rise and, have, and show mercy to us. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. Zion is the church. And to me, I've ruled that Zion. I put there the Ark Fellowship. Amen. It's the Ark Fellowship. I'm saying, God, you must rise now. And I have mercy upon the Ark Fellowship. For the time to show our favor has the set time has come. Amen. And God's going to show us favor. Because we have taken pleasure in the stones. And show favor to our dust. I'm going to tell you this. We are brothers and sisters. Every one of us came from the dust, right? The Bible says we should care for people, all people. Especially those of the household of faith. So take care of your brothers. Be concerned about what's going on in their lives. We're family here. What's, hap- what's, dealing, what's happening to one happens to the rest of us. We want to do that. And when we do that, God's going to bless us. Stand up again. I'm going to make you stand, stand, stand. Yes. Stand up. We're going to say this. It's good for me. I'm excited about it. But you've got to believe what you're saying. And let me show you a scripture. Can you give me Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, please? Before we go back to this, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. We're there? Since, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe, and therefore I what? I spoke. Useless if you believe and you don't speak it. That's why I'm making you stand so we speak it today. Amen. It says, we also believe, therefore we, we speak. So, now go back to what with our confession. We got to speak today. Amen. Because the set time for God's favor upon my life, upon your life, has come. And I want you to say it with a lot of faith in your heart today. Amen. Let's do this before our God. You know, God said, in, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So we are making a covenant with God today for the blessings of our home. It seems like a foolish thing, but God says, God uses the things, the foolish things of the earth to confirm. So we're doing something very spiritual today, okay? This is not just an exercise. This is very important to me, and I want you to put your heart, let your heart be in it, amen? 
And let's sit back this year and watch what God will do for us. Can I hear an amen? God's going to do it for us. Say with me, God, you will arise and have mercy on me for the time to favor me. Yes, the set time has come. I take pleasure in the ministry of the Ark Fellowship. And I show favor to all the members. Can I hear an amen? Uh, Allow me to put the Ark Fellowship there. Amen. (laughs) Allow me to do that. And I'm sure God God likes that. I really believe it does. The set time has come for God to show you favor. God said in Isaiah 54... I will not allow you to ever suffer shame again. No more shame. Because circumstances around us bring us shame. And when they talk against us, he hears it. And he makes him burn in anger. May God burn in anger against every and anything that's against your life in 2016 in Jesus' name. He's going to be like a dream in 2016. 16. It's going to be like a dream. That thing that you've been trying to reach and couldn't reach is coming to you. That thing is even looking for you now. You are running too far, too fast away from it. He's coming after you. There's no time to be, dis- to be in despair anymore. There's no time to hang your head down anymore. If God be for us, who can be against us? And I'm declaring that God is for us. God is for us. This is the set time for God to show us favor. And favor is coming my way. Whatever, whatsoever thing you, things you desire, God said he'll give you. The desires of a righteous person, we'll go back to, shall be granted. What do you desire God to do for you? I've said to you today as a servant of God, God's going to do it for you in 2016. You are going to be so blessed, knocked over with blessings, you will never recover. Amen. You will never recover. It's going to be like a dream. We're dreaming. Psalm 126, I'll close with this. From verse 1 to 3. He says, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, uh, let me put the word, the ark fellowship there. Okay? Because Zion represents the church, okay? When the Lord restored the fortunes of the Ark Fellowship, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter. Can I hear you laugh this morning? (laughs) But I'm laughing because it's going to be good. No more crying. It's laughter time. Amen. Our mouths were filled with laughter and our tongues with songs of joy. Then, notice what I said. God's always concerned about what they're saying. You have to let that sink in your head. When they say bad things about you, that's a good thing for you. Don't curse them, bless them. Tell them, where did you stop talking about me badly? Keep talking. Keep it up. Because God's going to change that. He says, then... 
It will be said among the nations. See, God's concerned about what they're saying. The Lord has done great things for them. And we acknowledge it. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Can I hear an amen? amen. That's your portion in 2016. Your portion, that of those, that's of your children and everything around you is going to be green pastures. The Lord will make us to lie down. And this is prophecy. In green pastures, you turn to the left, is green. You roll over, turn to the right, it's still green. You want to turn over, it stays green. I will never again permit you to suffer famine. The reproach of famine. Famine is a reproach. God will not permit it. It's only as we believe. Amen? For those of you who said that prayer for God to cleanse us today, the connection card there, if this is the first time you made that confession before God and you made it, there's a part that says my decision today. Check what you did today and put it in the offering bucket. And let heaven have a record of what you did. Because I believe we don't have to ask if you raise your hand. If you said it and you meant it, God heard it, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But we need your name written in the Lamb's Book of the Ark Fellowship. So put it there and put it in the bucket so we know. Amen? God's going to bless you. Please be seated. We're going to be taking uh, our offering right now. It's always a blessing to give to the work of God. And God has always helped us here at the Ark to pay bills. Please pray for the uh, Ark Praise Center. There's going to be uh, a great increase coming to that church. We've been sowing for about four years. There's a time to sow and there's a time to reap. And I'm beginning to think the time for reaping is very close. And so pray for the Ark Praise Center in Calvert. God's going to bless that work. Amen. Let's give to the Lord the glory due His name. Our offerings give Him glory. He said to bring an offering. When you hold back your offering, your tithe, you are holding back God's glory. And I'm not going to do that. I'll give Him the glory due His name. Psalm 96, 7 and 8 tells us that. We give God the glory due His name. Now, before, before we take the offering, there's something the Lord just reminded me. I have to do this. Please bear with me, okay? Bear with me. Very important. I've got to do this. Um, Kathy, please give me Ezekiel 36, beginning from verse 37 and 38. Please be seated. This is very important. I left it out, but the Lord, I've, I've got to go there. It's very, very important. It says, Thus says the Lord God, I will also 
let the Ark Fellowship, please, excuse me, I will also let the House of Israel, the Ark Fellowship, inquire of me to do this for them. In other words, I will permit them to do this for me. For them. It's for them. What is that? To increase men like a flock. If we ask God to fill all these seats, He'll do it. God said, I will allow myself to be asked by them. In other words, when there was that iniquity between them, they couldn't ask. He wouldn't hear. But now God says, I will let myself ask. But you have to ask. And he says, when they ask, I will increase their men like a flock. Like a flock offered as holy sacrifices. Like the flock at Jerusalem on the feast day. So shall the ruined city be filled with flocks of men. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. See, God wants every seat in the Ark Fellowship filled. But we have to ask him. We are already blessed. If we ask him, they come in and add to our blessing. And they will be blessed. Amen? So I'm asking everyone in our church, every time you pray, ask God for men. Men means people. People for the Ark Fellowship. God said today to us, prophetically, I'm now going to let you guys ask me and I'll do this for you. I'll do this for you. Amen? If we don't ask him, he holds us responsible. But I've been asking the Lord ever since I found the scripture. I've been asking the Lord, do this for us. Do this for us. Increase our workers here. And God's going to be sending them. And get ready to welcome every one of them as they come. Let them know. Like Pastor Roy and, uh, and I, we went to a shop in uh, Calvert. And we've been praying for businesses to come in. And this was a new business. And we walked in there. We said, we want to pray for your business. And uh, the lady looked at us like, what are you what are you, what's going on? And we said, look, you don't understand. We have been praying about two years for you to be here. The lady said, really? Ah, we prayed for you. That's, you are here because of our prayer. She said, please, touch, pray for this place right now. <laughs> pray. So that's what we're doing. As they come, just know God's answering your prayers. And welcome them. Let them know we were praying for you to come. And God has brought you to us. I firmly believe with all of my heart. This is serious now. If we pray, God's going to answer us. And your lives will be better for your prayer. And our ministry will be, will be able to do more as they join us. Amen. Lift up your offering to the Lord today. And as you pray over your offering, please remember what the scripture I just shared with you. This is our portion for 2016. You need to be fruitful. I need to be fruitful. And we are bringing them in and asking God to help us. Father, thank you. We gave from the abundance that you've given to us. To show, just to show our gratitude to you. Just a portion. And we are grateful for the privilege to give to you. Receive from us today our offering. For the work of your ministry, our ministry, the ministry you've given to us. And bless us according to your word in return. 
thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. Please don't forget to put the connection cards in. After we receive our offerings, the prayer partners will be up here. If you have any need, any prayer, uh, prayer need, please come up. We'll pray for you. But every day I encourage you, we are on assignment. <coughs> this is the way I've always dealt with God's word. When I find some scripture, I want to go try it out. That's been my life. Anything that I see out of scripture that requires practice, I want to practice it. That's the way I do my things, by the grace of God. When I saw scriptures, you lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. I decided I'm going to experiment on this and see what the Lord does. When I saw God can fill them with the Holy Spirit, if I laid my hands on them, I've got to try it out. But I'll tell you this, he has never failed me in those spiritual things. And I believe this scripture is like what Daniel had given to us in Daniel chapter 9. I understood by the scriptures that God said after these many years, now we are understanding by the scriptures that if we ask God for people, he'll give them to us. Like flocks of sheep. Amen? God's going to do that. Stand up with me this, this day. As we close, do we have some dancing on? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to dance. Oh, can we start now? Let's go.